recording. Welcome to another Bible study with Bumi. And even before I even hit this record, I was already thinking of how the word of God is such a beautiful gift that we've been given by God, that the word of God is alive. The word of God is powerful. The word of God is the food that we need as believers. The word of God is the roadmap that we need on our paths. You know, when you're going on a journey, you usually need a map for where you, how you're going to get from where you are to where you're supposed to be. And that's what the word of God is. But the word of God is also something that helps to stir our faith it is a document it's 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 literally god speaking to us in such a way that our faith is stirred and that leads us into tonight's bible study which is about faith understanding what faith is and how you grow your faith so those two things are kind of what we're going to be studying in this bible study and the reason that it came up for me was i just had this thought in my head of sometimes we feel like we don't have faith you know, sometimes we, um, you know, we sometimes hear people say, oh, even if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, and it matters, faith, faith matters, faith matters a lot for the believer, because the, the word faith is the word to believe, is to believe in something, whether it's just to believe in a person, whether it's to believe in a, a higher being, in our case, is to believe in God. And, you know, when you hear the word of God in scriptures where it says things like, and the just shall live by faith, that word faith is conviction. It is a belief. And so if we even get straight into it, the first thing I wanted us to sort of begin to think about, even in this Bible study was, what does faith mean to me? And faith, what does faith mean? When the, word, when the Bible or the word of God uses the word faith, what does it mean? And you know, when I was looking up the word faith many years ago, I remember I was reading, I think it was Second Peter, where it talks about um, an add to your faith, love and add to it patience and add to it brotherly kindness and virtue and moral excellence and all of that. I remember just trying to understand what each word meant so that that way I kind of got a grasp of what the uh, um, Apostle Peter was trying to say and it was from there that I understood what faith means and faith is part and parcel of the life of a believer it is part and parcel of the life of a believer Jesus said anybody that believes in me basically anybody that has faith in me has eternal life for you to have eternal life, for you to be called a believer, you have to have faith, even if it is just a measure, a small measure. You have to have faith. There is a faith that each of us has in, our, in, in us that has caused us to believe in Jesus and to believe what the word of God has said about him, enough that we can give our lives to him and become born again. To become born again, you would have exercised faith. You would have believed something. You would have believed the word, the expression of the word of God to you at that time that said, Jesus is this. That said, this is who God is. This is who his son is. And when you believe in him, that's when you extend faith, you will have salvation. You will have eternal life. That's what he says in John 3, 16, that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal or everlasting life. The reason that, you know, and, and we can talk about salvation on another day, but if I could just even pause for a second, it requires faith to have salvation and to have eternal life. 
We, and that salvation must be in Jesus Christ. It's not just to go to church. It's not just to read the scriptures. You must actually believe in Jesus Christ. And you know, in the book of Romans, it actually says that not only do you believe, but then you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. The two are almost like mixed in together. And the, the, the book of Romans that I quoted is Romans 10, 10, where it says, I'm reading the New Living Translation. It says, for it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. Righteousness is a result of belief. When you believe, you become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So basically, when you have faith, belief and faith, faith is a belief, a, a deep-seated conviction. And you can build it up. You can start off, yes, with, a, with mustard seed, but you can build it up. So much so that you are convinced beyond a shadow of doubt of certain things. And you know, when I was when when I was studying the scriptures, like I said, Romans 10 already tells you that you have to have faith, you have to have a belief, that when you have a belief, you are made right with God. And that, but that not only do you have to believe, you have to say it with your mouth. That's why they tell you to make it say a prayer when you come to give your life to Christ. It's called the salvation prayer, the sinner's prayer. It has different names, but basically it's the same thing where you're literally changing your own story. You're saying with your own mouth, this is what I now believe. That there was something that the person who was speaking said that connected with my heart. I believed that they had said something that was important and I chose to do something about it. So faith is synonymous with the life of a believer. And what is faith for the believer? Faith is first of all that there is a God, that he exists. That's the first part to faith for us as Christians, that there is a God and that he exists. Because what's the point of it all if you don't believe there is a God? Faith is that I believe there is a God. I believe that Genesis 1 actually happened. And you know, one of the things I like telling people and one of the things I had to learn very early on was that the Bible is not just a book it's a book of actual events that took place. Like people wrote these things down. That's why we have the Bible. It's all, it was written in different parchments, if you could call it that, you know, written in different places. But then they condensed it all and put it together and called the books the Bible. So everything that you see in the Bible took place or is about to take place because the Bible is also prophetic. So when you are reading the scriptures, if you read the scriptures with the mindset that this actually happened, it helps your belief. You know, the same way that when I tell you that, oh, I met my husband and we got married at a certain date on a certain time and you believe me, it's the same way that you should read the word of God and believe what it says. If it says that Jesus died, then Jesus died. And, you know, the Bible is even interesting because it says that towards the, especially towards the end of the Gospels. And then when you go into the book of Acts, they talk about how the Pharisees wanted to change the story about Jesus's death. But that they had to write it down that Jesus did die and that he did rise again. So Jesus died. That's 
part of your faith as a believer. You know, if you could think of the different aspects to faith for a Christian. And the reason I'm sharing all of this is so that you understand what faith is. Faith is a belief, but a belief of what? A belief that God is real. A belief that God did the things that he did in the word of God. A belief that Jesus is the son of God and that he is the Messiah. A belief that he has given us his spirit to help us. Faith is belief, but it is belief that can be built up. I really want you to take that away tonight in this Bible study. That faith is belief. That this is what the Bible says and it is true. You know, I was saying to people that there are some things that you can never take away from me. I say it to people all the time that there are some things that some things I still struggle with, but there are some things you can never take away from me. One of the things that you can never take away from me is that God is good. But the reason I know that he is good is first because I knew it through his word and then I knew it through experience. I have seen his goodness. I have seen his faithfulness. I have seen his love. I have seen his compassion. I have seen every, you know, I've seen dimensions of him that other people haven't seen. And you probably have as well. You've had experiences that really should build faith. So when you are talking about faith, faith is that you have a conviction. You have a belief that God is real. You know, that he's the creator of all things, that he's the ruler of all things, that he provides. That's faith. You know, you must also have faith that he, Jesus is his son. You must have faith that his son came to die and that when his son died, we and rose again, we gained access to eternal life, the eternal life that was stripped from man when Adam fell in Genesis 3, when Adam and Eve fell in Genesis 3. So faith is belief, it's belief. I hope that, you know, you are getting a grasp of what faith is so that you don't keep thinking, I don't know that I have faith. If you are a born again Christian, you have a measure of faith. Because it takes belief to say, I want to believe in this, I want this thing. It's, you believed something. That, that's why we're called believers. The Bible says, and we believe in Jesus and we have eternal life. So you already have a measure of faith. Now let's talk about the other part. So if you have a measure of faith, does it stay like that or should it grow? And the truth is that it should grow. Our faith should grow. If, I look, if we go to Romans chapter one, verse 17. Romans chapter one, verse 17, this good news, and I'm reading the New Living Translation, this good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by faith. As the scriptures say, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. And remember, I already said that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus because you believed in Jesus. For you to have life, you have to have faith. Faith is part and parcel of the life of a believer. You cannot escape it. And you can grow it. It, it says our life 
is our righteousness in God. Everything that pertains to the life of the believer is from start to finish is faith. And it's from faith. One version says it is from faith to faith. As you go from one level of faith to another level of faith. So you can go from one level, a small measure and increase it. You can increase your faith. And how do you increase your faith? If we go back to Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10. One second. And Romans chapter 10 verse 17 says, I'm reading the New International Version, the NIV. It says, consequently, faith comes from hearing the message and the message is heard through the word about Christ. The New King James Version says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Your faith grows by the word of God. Whether you are reading the Bible, listening to the Bible, hearing the Bible preached through the mouth of a man or woman, your faith grows through the word of God. It is the almost like the, the, the nutrition that your faith needs to grow. If you want to grow your faith, if you want to grow in faith, you are going to have to spend time in the word of God. The word of God is what grows our faith. The word of God is what increases our faith. Apart from the fact that praying in the spirit also increases our faith. That's what Jude 1.20 tells us. It says building up your most holy faith, building up your belief. Part of it is mixing the word of God with praying in the spirit. Your faith will increase the more you spend time in the word of God when you not just read it, but you hear it. It says faith comes by hearing. It's why I always encourage people to read the word of God out loud so you can hear it. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. You, your faith will grow the more you spend time in the word, your faith will dwindle the less time you spend in the word. That's how it works. Your faith grows when you spend time in the word. The more time you're spending in the word of God, the more your faith will grow. There's a reason why certain people are the way that they are in their walk with God. It's because they're spending time in the word. They're not just spending time praying, but they're spending time feeding their spirits with the word of God. You must grow your faith. It's really important for you as a believer. It's really important. You know, you're basically, if you, and you know, one of the things that you need to do as a believer is to keep speaking the word. You grow your faith by declaring the word. Like it's like a, you're mixing something together. You're mixing prayer. You're mixing meditation. You're mixing hearing. By the time you mix it all together, it's the nourishment that your spirit needs so much so that your spirit becomes more dominant and your soul and your body begin to align to what your spirit knows. You know, when you think about people that are healed or that people that are looking for healing, it's about belief. The more time you spend in the word of God, the more you will begin to believe what the word says. It just has the capacity because the word of God is living. It's powerful. It's active. 
it's not just letters on a page. It's not just letters on a screen. It's actually, there is a spirit behind the word. And the Holy Spirit enriches the word inside of us so much so that the more we're spending time in the word of God, the more our faith is growing. So you have to spend time in the word of God. And as you spend time in the word of God, you begin to see things that happen and it increases your belief. You know, there's some things that I'm believing God for. And the more I'm spending time in the word of God on that particular topic, the more I'm realizing that the thing that I want is not impossible. You know, I remember when I was when I was waiting to have children, I started spending time in the word of God, reading it and declaring it. And I would say to myself, I am not barren. I am fruitful because the doctors had said that I would struggle to have children. I just kept saying to myself, I'm not barren. I'm fruitful. I was saying the word out loud. I would read the scriptures. I would read Exodus 23, 26. I would declare Psalm 113 verse 9. You know, I would just be declaring these scriptures over and over again to myself. What was I doing? Not only was I affirming my reality, I was growing my faith. Because the more time I spent in the word, remember that Romans 10, 17 has already told us that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I was hearing the word every day. Eventually, my body aligned with what it was hearing. You can grow your faith and you grow your faith in the word of God. Another way that you also grow your faith is believing the word of God. You have to believe what you are reading. And, you know, I said that one of the ways that you put that to bed is to know that the book, the Bible is a history book as well as a living document. The things inside of it actually happened. The things inside the Bible actually happened. It's why people go on archaeological finds and pilgrimages to go and see the places where these things took place. It's not just somebody felt like writing a story. No, these things were, they actually happened. And you know, the more you read it, the more you tell yourself, this thing is real. Jesus actually brought out a coin from the mouth of a fish. Jesus actually did it. Believe what you see because it's a history book as well as a living document. And then other ways that you grow your faith is that you spend time in the company of people who also believe. It helps when you're hearing the right thing because what you're doing is you're putting yourself in a space where you can keep hearing the word of God. So find communities where the word of God is their normal. Where the word of God, the un unadulterated word of God, where they're not putting in their opinions, they're just speaking the clean and clear word of God. Put yourself in such communities, your faith will grow because you will hear what the, what the word is doing in other people and it will increase your own faith. It will challenge you. It will encourage you. It will pull you up. It will drag you up higher, if you could call it that. That's another way to grow your faith. Another way to grow your faith is to act on what you have seen and believe. Many times, you know, James talks about how show me your works and I will show, uh, show me your works, show me your faith, but I will show you both my works and my faith. Like the two go hand in hand. That's what he says in the book of James. That look, 
Let me read from verse 14 of James chapter 2. I'm reading the NIV. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds and I will show you my faith by my deeds. That verse is key. The second part, show me your faith without deeds. I will show you my faith by my deeds. The word deed there is by my actions. My actions show whether I believe. My actions show whether or not I believe. Do you believe? If you really believe, then you should be acting like it. It's something I say to women that are waiting gracefully for marriage. Something I talk to women about a lot. If you're really waiting gracefully, and if you say you believe that it is going to happen for you, then act like it. Prepare yourself for where you're going to. It shows that you believe that you're going to get there. If you are not preparing yourself for what you say you are believing God for, then you don't really believe. Because a person who believes takes steps to show that they believe. It's part and parcel of our walk as Christians. It was an action to believe in Jesus and to declare with your mouth. That's an action, but also you can take it further. You can begin to show your faith by the things that you do every single day. You can begin to prepare yourself for where you are going to. You know that God is preparing you for another job. Your faith shows by your, you getting your CV ready. You believe that you're going to get married. Your faith shows by the actions you take to prepare your body for pregnancy and for marriage. Faith is seen by the things that you do. So if there's an absence of action, then maybe you don't believe. And I'm not saying that to have a go at you, but I'm saying that that's what your lack of action is saying even to God. I don't believe that this thing is going to happen, so I'm not going to do anything about it. There are many things that I have done in my life that literally was a walk of faith. Sending my daughter to the school that she goes to, walk of faith. Marrying my husband, walk of faith. Starting Bible study, walk of faith. Because I didn't know if anybody would turn up to Bible study. Thankfully, some ladies turn up every week. But if I... If I believed that God had told me to do this Bible study and I didn't then set up the page where people could register or send out the email reminders so people could join to join with a link, then I didn't really believe, did I? Our actions show what we believe. You will grow in faith when you um you know, when you act, but also when you spend time in the word, when you declare the word, when you believe the word. Our faith is fundamental to our lives as Christians. And you know, faith is that I don't necessarily see it in the natural, 
but I've seen it in the spirit because it's a picture in my mind. Faith is seeing it in my mind before I see it in the natural. Jesus kept complaining about the Jews that his challenge with them was that they wanted a sign first before they would believe. But then Jesus was so enamored and, you know, delighted by the centurion who said to him, you don't need to come to my house. If you speak the word, it will happen. And Jesus said, there's a way that you believe that shows you have faith. Will I find, will God find faith in the earth when he comes? You know, like you're not even a Jew and you have this level of belief that this thing can happen. That's basically what Jesus was saying. And you know, faith means believing even when it doesn't make sense. Imagine the people that Jesus said to go and fill up those six water pots that they use for ceremonial washing at the wedding in Cana in Galilee. It didn't make sense. They said they needed wine. He said, fill it with water. Like, what was he going to do? You have to think about it. That faith, and that's why I say that faith is not just to believe, it's to actually act. Jesus then said to the person, take out water from the thing. And the person took out the water. And as they took out the water, they took it to the man. Between Whether it is when he dipped the cup in the water, whether it is the journey between where the water pots were and the master of ceremony was, whatever happened, Jesus compressed time, messed with all the different chemical reactions that are supposed to have taken place at the length of time to produce wine from water. But faith was extended because somebody put there, filled the water jars and then put a cup in and drew out water. What are your actions saying on your journey with God? Are your actions saying that you believe or that you are waiting to see before you believe? It says faith is about seeing without seeing. Faith is about seeing in the spirit, having a mental picture in your mind of the possibility before you see it fully express itself on the earth. That's what faith is. Faith is fundamental to the life of a believer. It is fundamental to the life of a believer. And it, as I round up, if I just finish up with Hebrews chapter 11, verse one says, now faith is confidence in what we hope for. Faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Faith is about seeing before you see. It's about saying, I see this thing. I see myself as the blessed of the Lord. I see myself as healthy. I see myself as having all things. I see myself living in a state of abundance, even if I'm not living in a state of abundance at the moment. Trust me, this one is my constant reality at the moment. I'm constantly saying to myself, I live in a state of abundance. Even if my circumstances haven't aligned, guess what eventually my circumstances will align? Eventually my circumstances will align. So for us as believers, we must grow our faith. And if you're not a believer and you want to come into the fold, feel free to send me a message. My um, 
Email address is info at bumiodua.com. Just send me an email and I'll happily talk to you about Jesus and welcome you to the family. But for those of us that are in the family, keep growing your faith. Remember, spend time in the, the word of God is the first part of where you see. You will see first in the word before you then see in, in, in real life. Spend time in the word of God and let the word begin to help you to begin to access the things that God has for you. Because God has made all things available to you. But the reason why you might not be seeing it is that you haven't accessed it through faith. You know it's there, but then you have to believe that it's yours. Back to that word, believe. Faith is about belief. God bless you. God keep you. I pray that even as you have heard this word, that it will begin to stir in your heart a hunger and a thirst for the word of God and to take action in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.